Welcome back to another episode of the Broker to Broker Real Estate Podcast. Uh, have you ever struggled with keeping agents inside your organization and struggled with the retention? You know, feel like you have a back door that's wide open. Today, we're going to be diving in and talking about retention and how to do it in a holistic manner. So buckle up. Here we go. Let's play the music. Welcome to the Broker to Broker Real Estate Podcast, where we have real raw conversations with industry leaders, finding out how to connect, support, lead, and ultimately make an impact and drive results in the lives of your agents. I'm your host, Nathan Daniel, and welcome to the show. All right, that's right. Today, we are going to be talking about a holistic approach to retaining agents, not only that, but also recruiting agents. And today, I have Jackie Liberto. I said that right, correct, Jackie? Soften it. Liberto. Liberto. Okay. Jackie Liberto. <laughs> I apologize about that, but uh, we're going to be talking about this and I'm excited to have you on the show today. Thanks for coming on. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, before we get started, tell us all about yourself uh, and your organization, and then we're going to jump in and talk about your growth and then how you are also uh, retaining your agents. So tell us all about it. Yeah. So we're a Florida native. Uh, my husband and I are both Florida natives, uh, military family retired in 2014 and moved back home to the Florida Panhandle. Um, in 2016, I got my real estate license and worked as an agent for three and a half years, got my broker's license, opened my company amid a global pandemic, I might add. And 19 months later, we have 118 agents and uh, three separate companies under the umbrella supporting each other and a staff of six people. Okay, so 19 months, months, 19 months, over 100 agents uh, growth in that time frame, also opening three companies during that time frame that support one another. What are those three companies? Uh, one is a referral group. So okay. just for our agents who want to put their license and referral status or any, um, you know, we're a very military friendly area. So we have a lot of military families that PCS in and out, and we don't want those um those members of our group to lose their license. So we have the referral status for them. Um, and then we have long-term property management so that our agents get to retain their leads and get excellent service during the uh, ownership of that property until they're ready to sell. Okay. Well, uh, I know in our previous conversation, um, I, I found a pattern in your world and you're, you are definitely a mover and shaker and you don't sit still very often, do you? I do not. No, no. So, well, uh, well, thank you for telling us a little bit about, about you and your company and, and your, your different companies that you have affiliated with you. And what I would do today is jump in. So uh, talk about the growth. Now you said you have how many agents now? Uh, as of yesterday, 119. 119 in 19 months. And mm -hmm. uh, now everybody listening, I want you to hear this. How many agents have you lost or made the decision not to be in business with over the last 19 months? Seven. Seven. All right. So if you're listening right now, you heard seven. And this is why one of the reasons why I want to have Jackie on here today is to talk about this. So tell us your secret sauce. Like how, how have you made that a, a possibility only losing seven agents in the last 19 months? Um, and I want to be clear that two of them um, are no longer in real estate. So that it's not that they switched out. Um, two of them left for personal reasons that had nothing to do. So there's a very, uh, very small number of people who left because they were not happy here. Okay. Um, the secret sauce is that there's no secret sauce. It's okay. that you have to honestly and authentically engage and truly care about these individuals as individuals and support them in a very 
large manner in, mm -hmm. in their personal health, their family health, their business health. And it takes all of those pieces working together to make a great agent. Yeah. And I know you've mentioned before uh, in our previous conversation around your mentoring program, you'll have a, a, a decent mentoring program, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. We have um, an agent who came to us uh, frustrated that she had been at another brokerage and she had a lot of ideas for mentorship. And I said, come, I want ideas. I want big yeah. ideas and I want big action. And we had already been even without her taking um, new agents. And, and all I tell them is like, I want to shrink your first six months into like 60 days. Oh, like wow. we want to make you productive because that's how you lose these new agents is they, they don't know what their next step is. And mm -hmm. if we can really just cover them in so much information from day one, they never have to wonder like, what's my next step or is this right? Or am I making it work? We'll make sure you know what you're doing. Okay. And uh, so as far as uh, losing people, right? I mean, if you're, you're growing the way that you did, how did you ensure that you didn't lose anybody or no one fell through the cracks? Um, so on the procedural side, we use Asana and every member of our staff has a piece um, and a part to play in the onboarding process. And we continually revise that um, and check back in and make mm -hmm. sure that we're good. And we do a, a, about four to six weeks, we do a, a new agent orientation to go back to day one and make sure we go through that whole checklist again so that nobody ever feels lost or they missed a step. Okay. Because that was, that was a big problem early on was like, did we do this one thing for that one person? And, you know, three people joined this week and how do we know? So you have to pivot very quickly to grow with your company. And a piece of advice I received at that time is when you're updating your process for your company, add a zero to the number of agents that you have. So if you're working on 50, right, and I've got to update my process for 50 agents now because we've grown to 50, make sure that whatever you implement will work for 500 as well. And I loved that. Okay. So then you broke things down and you, you thought ahead of, of your future Absolutely. growth. Okay. Absolutely. So you set, uh, and you set Asana, correct? That's the program correct. that you use and to, to maintain the onboarding process and giving them an experience. And then with your mentoring, you know, taking people and saying, all right, well, they're going to do it in six months. We're going to do it in 60 days and flooding them with information. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and now how many mentors do you have? Like how, how does that work inside your world? Uh, just me and one agent. Okay. Do all the mentorship. Do all the mentorship. Okay. And is that a one-on-one -on -one conversation? Is it group? How does, how does that structure look? So they come in underneath the other agent. Um, okay. So they know that their direct contact is that agent. Um, her name okay. is Tanya. So I'll just refer to her. Um, and Tanya has a weekly meeting for two hours every Monday. Okay. <clears throat> and she's always available by phone. And she does a lot of FaceTime calls. She does a lot of recordings. Um, she puts stuff in the Google Drive. Every meeting is recorded. So if you weren't able to be there, you don't miss the information. She cycles through four platforms and just restarts every time. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And yeah. continues to edit that as she gets feedback. And I'm always available. Okay. I will interrupt any conversation with anyone if my agent calls. Okay. So uh, you talked about um, you talked about the mentoring and and... Now, at a certain point, I'm sure if you're going to continue to grow the way you are, you're probably going to bring on more mentors and everything, but your systems sound like they're really in place to support that growth up to 500, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like they are. Okay. And um, now another thing that you said that you did is, uh, and I love this quote, and, and you're, you're not as concerned with production. You're more concerned about the person. 100%. 
So, so tell 100%. me about that. Tell me, tell me about that. So when we sit down and have an initial conversation with um, an agent, especially one that's coming from a different brokerage, um, I do what I call retraining brains. I have to explain to them how we're different and how we don't act or behave in the same way other brokerages do, mm -hmm. not in our area or any other area. Now, I'm sure there's other people that would say, well, we do the same thing and that's great. But if I set the expectation up front of how we are collaborative and how we help each other, then I never have to wonder, do they understand that, right? And so explaining to them also at the onset that I care more about them as an individual than I do about their production. I only want them to, and I always say, run your own race. If you want to close one a month, I'll show you how to do it. If you want to close 10 a month, I'll show you how to do it. Mm -hmm. We can support whatever level of production as long as you're whole and happy and healthy. Okay. So, you know, and, and one, of, one of my thoughts, philosophies or whatever, as far as uh, recruiting is concerned, I know we're talking about retention today, but uh, I really feel that uh, the retention process starts at onboarding, right? It's the, the curb appeal, if you will, like in that recruiting process. So while you're in that interview, that recruiting process, how are you getting that message across? Can you rephrase it? I apologize. I didn't follow. Yeah. Like during, during your interview process, like if you're recruiting and you're attracting talent to your organization, like I said, it feeling like um, that initial interview is, is really the curb appeal of your organization. So yes. how are you expressing what you just said? I, I'm not as concerned about production. I'm more concerned about you. How are you getting that message and expectation across to those new people looking to join your organization? You start with questions instead of directing my answers before I know what, what their needs are. Okay. Um, I, I've had an agent come in before and she sat at my desk and she opened her notebook and she said, okay, so my first question for you is, and I was like, and we'll get to that. Tell me why you're here. Uh huh. Because I can't, I can't address your concerns if I don't know why you're here, whether it be a new agent or an, an experienced agent. Why are you here? Why are you agreeing to meet with me? Mm -hmm. Even if I've been begging you for six months, tell me why, mm -hmm. why are you here? Because there's always something that shifts and changes. Um, and just like Tanya, when she came, that was the same thing. I had been speaking with her and speaking with her. And when she finally came in, I said, okay, why now? Mm -hmm. Because I have ideas and they won't let me do them. I will come on. Okay. So you don't know what their needs are. You can't address them. Okay. So that message gets tailored based on what their pain points are, I guess, is the right way to say it. Okay. So then in the attraction process, your very first question out the gate is why are you here or mm -hmm. why now? Yeah. That's 100%. simple. That is so simple. It is so simple and so powerful because they want to be heard. Okay. And then, so, so somebody then joins you, they get into the onboarding process and how are you making sure that their biggest need and their desire is fulfilled? So I try not to forget what they told me okay. in the interview, right? Okay. So yeah. paying attention to this is really important to them. Um, I have reminders set up on my phone to follow up with each agent. Every time they join any agent that has joined has on my calendar in a recurring event. So I know when I see their name, when I wake up, have I talked to them in three days? What's going on in their life? I go to their, I'm friends with all of them on Facebook. I see what they're posting about. They're bringing their problems to me. So when I see their name in that recurring event, it's a good, good trigger to call that agent or text them and say, hey, I know you had a tough week last week. Are you feeling better? Mm -hmm. Because again, I'm caring about the individual and it's not fake. 
you cannot fake it. If they will know. Okay. You have to mean. Yeah. Well, leaders listen up to that. So this was again, a very simple process, right? You, you ask a very simple question when the interview wraps up and they've decided to join, it seems like you put a process in place on your calendar that says, Hey, I need to follow up with this agent and here's their pain points. Here's their concerns or whatever it is. And then that way you start engaging with them in a very holistic way, like connecting with them on Facebook and everything else. So absolutely, very smart. Now, I also know that you've done some other things um, to really stand out in the community to support your agents. Um, do you remember what we talked about with that? I don't remember. Okay, me. well, it's okay. So <laughs> you were talking about how you have um, stepped up and, and really started leading some of these conversations at not only the organization, but in the community. Yes, so... Um, again, we opened in March of 2020, and in December of 2020, we had our first uh, Christmas Party Awards event. And after that event, our top three producers, um, so a total of six, all reached out to me and said that their phones were blowing up, that other agents were like, I didn't know you were a top producer. I didn't know you were top in the company. Can you go to lunch with me? Can you spend time with me? Um, and they were all like, we can, but that's a bit overwhelming to do it one-on-one. -on -one. I said, okay, well, we will have a meeting at our office where I put you on a panel and we let you run the discussion. And that quickly outgrew, um, even before we had the first event, it outgrew our building. I was like, I can't do this here. <laughs> I can hold 30 people, not a hundred people. So uh, we rented a church um, in town that has a great venue and I decided instead of just putting my producers on there, I would also accentuate with a lender and a title company. Um, and we branded it as the Emerald Coast Agent Panel and we invited everybody, all industry professionals. Whether you're thinking about being in real estate or you're a buyer or seller, doesn't matter. Everybody can learn something at this open panel discussion of real estate professionals. And it has been fantastic and so well received in our community. We've continued to do it um, for this year, um, 2020. We did it quarter. Or I'm sorry, every other month. Okay. And starting in 2021, we're going to do it quarterly so that we can have a greater impact with greater speakers. Um, we've started bringing in coaches now who do training sessions at the beginning. Um, for 2022, we're going to do breakout panels as well um, and do like half day sessions every other month so that we can really provide value. This is not recruiting. I do not mention my company at all. It is absolutely to give back to other agents in our community. Okay. And I know you just recently had, I think, Brent Scott uh, as one of y'all's panelists. So I'm going to give Brent a, a shout out here today. Uh, I'm telling you, he changed lives. I had multiple agents come up to me after his training in tears and said, I'm ready for more. I can do this. Yeah. Well, profound that, moment for me that, as a leader. It's fabulous. That is awesome. Great job, Brent. Um, if you don't know Brent, uh, connect with him online. But I, okay, so then you're opening this up. Uh, you're opening this up to the, the general public is what it sounds like. So buyers, sellers, industry professionals, and it's intended really to be in kind of an open forum. Uh, I, I love that idea. I think that's very good. And now you're also highlighting, of course, you're probably highlighting your agents on there, right? I do always okay. have at least two of my own agents, okay. but we have had Keller Williams agents, Coldwell Banker yeah. agents. I mean, I'm not, um, EXP has been on my stage. Yeah. It, it's not about that. It's about the cohesive nature of us working together. And um, one of my great mentors, Joe Capliotti says, we are better together. And I've just picked that up and ran 
every way that I can prove that in our, in our community. I love that. Yeah. Stop. Let's stop fighting as an industry and let's start coming together because y'all know who's coming after us and we got to band together to do this. So it doesn't necessarily matter about the brand per se. It matters about the agent and making sure that they're in production. And I love that you're doing these events. So um, as we begin to wrap this up, what would you say is the greatest lesson that you've learned in the last six months? Oh, man, just loving on my agents. I care so deeply about all of them. And it hurts me to see people who are not being cared for um, and holistically viewed. Um, they're not numbers. They're not leads. They're lives. And they matter. Mm -hmm. and, and their production matters to them. Their family matters. And I just... I beg other brokers who are hearing this to please get a spreadsheet, put the baby's names in there, reach out to these people, care about them in all of the ways, and you will see them bloom and, and just grow tremendously at your brokerage. I, I just can't explain it. It's, it's wonderful. I love it. Yeah, that is awesome. And, and as a last takeaway from today, that was really good. What you just said, put a spreadsheet together and get to know everybody, get to know their kids' names, their pets' names, what's important to them beyond simply business. Um, Cause everything that we do impacts their lives. So well, absolutely. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for coming on today. I, I greatly appreciate you being a guest on the show and uh, yeah, like continue to pour into your agents and being a great leader for us in our industry. Thank you so much. Well, leaders, I hope you have taken away so much great information from our session today. If you are a leader in our industry, if you're a broker, I want to have a conversation with you. I'm looking to have great individuals on my show who are willing to give back and stand up uh, for our industry, for our agents to make sure that they can hit their goals and hit their dreams. So, uh, hit me a, a private message on social media, uh, go to broker to broker podcast.com and connect with me there. I would love to have a conversation and I look forward to you reaching out. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Broker to Broker Real Estate Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to the channel. For more information, tools, and resources, go to www.brokertobrokerpodcast.com and always remember, be you and be real. We'll see you on the next episode.